This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic full-service creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Ben Nully. The Department of Agriculture finalized a rule today tightening work requirements for able-bodied adults without dependents in the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. Secretary of Agriculture Sonny Perdue defended the rule, saying it restores the dignity of work and respects the taxpayers who fund the program. Americans are generous people who believe it's their responsibility to help their fellow citizens when they encounter a difficult stretch. And that's the commitment behind SNAP. But like other federal welfare programs, it was never intended to be a way of life. We need to encourage people by giving them a helping hand, but not allowing it to become an infinitely giving hand. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer of New York said on the Senate floor earlier today, the rule drives the most vulnerable people into hunger. The same Trump administration that has steered millions of dollars to wealthy agribusinesses and foreign-owned entities is now saying they need to save money by cutting off food aid to poor families who need it. This is jarring hypocrisy. It shows clear as day where this administration's priorities truly lie, with the rich and powerful. The program is expected to reduce SNAP enrollment by 688,000 people and save an estimated $5.5 billion over five years once the changes are implemented in 120 days. Read more of Phil Brasher's story at agripulse.com. The Federal Communications Commission has released a proposal to provide $9 billion over a 10-year period to carriers who deploy advanced 5G mobile wireless services across rural America. FCC Chairman Ajit Pai said in a statement, quote, America's farms and ranches have unique wireless connectivity needs, as I've seen across the country. That's why I will move forward as quickly as possible to establish a 5G fund that would bring next-generation 5G services to rural areas, end quote. The plan will specifically set aside a minimum of $1 billion for deployment to help with precision agriculture needs. The money will be available through a reverse auction, which would target hard-to-serve areas with sparse populations and or rugged terrain. Here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service, creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at FLMHarvest.com. U.S. ag groups are pushing for a Phase 2 trade deal with Japan now that the country's legislative body ratified a Phase 1 trade deal earlier today. While applauding the deal, the U.S. dairy industry is urging trade negotiators to quickly complete a Phase 2 agreement to maximize U.S. agriculture opportunities. U.S. rice and many dairy products were left out of the Phase 1 deal. U.S. Grains Council President Ryan Legrand says the Phase 1 deal reduces corn and sorghum imports for all purposes to a zero-tariff level, reduces the U.S. barley markup, and has a staged tariff reduction for U.S. ethanol. U.S. Meat Export Federation President and CEO Dan Halstrom says beef and pork industries look forward to expanded opportunities in Japan, which had a combined export value of $3.7 billion in 2018. The agreement is expected to go into effect January 1st. 
Grain elevators are set to face significant challenges this next year as they buy basis on corn, soybeans, and wheat at some of the highest levels seen in years. According to a new report from CoBank, bids across the country are tighter because of strong end-user bids, limited pipeline supplies, and fewer farmers selling due to an uncertain fall harvest. Tanner Emke with CoBank says in addition to having to buy more expensive basis, Grain elevators are becoming compelled to offer farmers a range of incentives to sell bushels. He said these include things like lower rates on storage, free delayed pricing, and free grain drying, which are eating into elevators' revenues. Grain quality issues resulting from high moisture, add harvest, and frost damage on immature crops will also raise management costs for elevators, potentially resulting in greater losses to shrinkage and spoilage. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. In Washington, I'm Ben Nully.